Okay, name the movie. Oh, name the movie. I mean, you're gonna get it. It's a oh, classic. Yes. Mowage. Princess Bride. Yes. Oof, I, almost, <laughs> I almost said Family Matters. I'm not sure why. I don't it's know so family calm. Matters, yeah. 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 Uh, but like, that classic line, right? Is it Mowage? Um, what brings us together today is Mowage. Um, was it Billy Crystal? Oh, so good. Billy Crystal isn't in Princess Bride. I, Billy Crystal is the pastor, the priest who does the Mowage line. I feel like we need to fact check it, but yeah. Is that true? It's Billy Crystal. No way. Yeah, That's crazy. Marriage. I didn't know that. Oh. Marriage. Look it. Learn something new every day, huh? Oh, man. I am, we, have, we have our favorite guest with us yep. today. The old Louis Merle. Here he is. He doesn't say very much, but. Yep. He's pretty Hopefully happy. he doesn't say very much. Yeah, oh, hopefully. He's so, he's, so, he's so cute. You guys, the other day I was away from the kids and I literally miss Louis more than I miss the kids. You did? Yeah. Well, you guys supposed to record that on our podcast. I know. <laughs> it is kind of true. Um, but I am so excited to talk about marriage today and Let's really, do it. really get into, obviously you and I have been married for 24 years, which has been. Don't want to brag. Right. Don't want to brag. But the, I used to say when the kids were toddlers, I said that parenting was the hardest, most fulfilling thing I'd ever done. But 24 years into marriage, that has shifted to marriage. And I would say that marriage really? is the hardest, most fulfilling thing I have done with my life. Well, at least I like the fulfilling part. Hardest. Uh, has it been the hardest for me? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, you don't have you don't have to agree with me. It's more fun when we disagree. Oh, okay. Spicy. Well, um, but just just getting into obviously we have such a passion for yeah. people not only to stay married, great. That's a great like baseline goal, but to enjoy their marriage, enjoy their spouse, enjoy their time with each other, because that reflects on your kids, it reflects on your church, it reflects on society. Like, uh, I think so many problems in our world would be solved if we could just actually fix marriages. Would you agree with that Jeez. statement? Yeah. So I think so. Yeah. I would. So this is our attempt to fix to cha change change the world through not through fixing marriages. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this episode where we're going to <laughs> fix marriages everywhere. I know. Fix sounds. Oh, like um, Chris Martin. What's a Coldplay song? Fix, fix you. Fix. Fix me. Fix I think it's fix you. Yeah. Nobody wants we, to hear me song, yeah. hear me sing. But anyway, so let's get into it. Okay. What would you say is the hardest, most fulfilling thing you've done then, if it's not marriage? A uh, golf. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I, no. You're you are you're half kidding, maybe a little bit. Um. <laughs> No, 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 come on, <laughs> ministry, <laughs> pastoring, preaching, right. um, no, yeah, I think parenting is probably still, mm. only because I find parenting to be a little more difficult than, 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 than marriage, at least right now. Hey, yeah, but teenagers is really real. Here's what's, uh, marriage has the, because I've given you my whole heart and, you know, yes, you if you don't know, our, like we fell in love when we were 10 we fell in like when we were 10 yeah fell kind of in love when we were like 12 and then fell like deeply in love when we were 20 <laughs> but yawning um, i am yeah and it was like just such a bad time to yawn so i was like trying to cover it up and pretend it wasn't happening i'm glad you're because so... you're literally describing like our romance yeah, going, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's boring that, <laughs> nice i didn't babe. mean that i didn't mean that thanks i yeah. I, I will i'll receive that Hey everybody, I'm super excited about one of our sponsors, AG1. And the reason for that is it covers a lot of nutrient gaps and 
On top of that, it supports my mental and physical health. I love the fact that it replaces my multivitamin and my supplements for energy and focus. So here's what we're gonna do. For our listeners, get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and a five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com backslash in good faith. That's drinkag1.com backslash in good faith. Because I gave you my whole heart. Like yeah. I, there is not, I can honestly truly say there isn't a part of my heart that I have held back from giving it to you, which thank is, you. thank you for handling it well. But I haven't given my kids my heart in the same way. I don't know if that's, fair or bad they're hmm. they're a part of me in a very different way than you are but like the the deepest like the deepest parts of me you hold so you have the ability to like not hurt me deeply i mean yeah hurt me deeply but yeah so i would i would, I would that's why i would give it marriage yeah is because you, that's a good point i can get distraught a in a way point. if you and i aren't on the same page that i'm not distraught over our kids yeah wow that's very true yeah, I, I've now completely agree with you that marriage is the hardest thing in the whole wide world. Yes, I love being right. <laughs> Wait, and the most fulfilling. <laughs> right? I think it's so sad. Yeah. But yeah, and the <laughs> level of fulfillment. I think especially on the fulfilling level, as yeah. we are getting close to a season of our kids moving out of the house, which is coming oh about goodness. sooner than we know it, realizing that the level of fulfillment coming from our, almost needs to come from our marriage, yeah. then it can't just completely come from the kids. Like, I remember growing up That's a great point. seeing so many couples and families who look like they had it all together. Not, I don't know what that means to look like they have it all together, <laughs> right. but you know what I mean? Like it's, they seem like a very stable, solid yeah. home. And then when the kids got older and left, marriages disintegrated. Yeah, the bottom fell out. The bottom fell out. Mm -hmm. My mom's parents got divorced when she was 18 and she still had a little sister at home, but it was like, she's one of seven. Mm. So she, sorry, she's number three of seven. And so when she moved out, that was right about the time her parents got divorced. And it was it, it, interesting to me talking to my mom, by the way, how hard that was on her still. Like, I think mm. parents, it's easy to think, oh, the kids are out of They're the house now. now. My mom had lived, moved into a different yeah. city, but it was still just really difficult for really her. Really difficult, yeah. But, sorry, all that to say, marriage and seasons what would you say has been the hardest season of our marriage and what then what would you say has been the most fulfilling season of our marriage i would say in every in every particular answer i would answer that it had a lot to do with what we were doing on a daily basis and um the pressure attached to it mm. um and that's Unfortunately, it's just that simple. Um, we have done things together where uh, we were young and experienced and unproven and things started working out well. And it was like, this is heaven. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> we're like pleasantly surprising everyone. And like the youth ministry was growing and we were visiting students at school. Oh, and, that was so fun. Going to high school you know, basketball games, which now we get to do again. It's yeah, parents, yeah. But... No, it's exactly. It's our right. son. Totally different. But I am the PA announcer for the, for the games. That's, oh, do you know where uh, the Clippers have a new announcer? 
Oh, they do? Yeah, they leaned over to Zai at the game. It's like, oh, your dad should have taken that job. What? I'm not lying. I'm I'm not exaggerating. Breaking news. If there's um, anyone, my 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 friend is is helps the Clipper organization. So that is our that is our team that we cheer for. The owner, obviously, is also from Seattle, Mr. Balmer. We love you. And since our Sonics and left us. Since our Sonics left us. So we are big, big Clipper fans. Goes all the way back to Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and and uh, that whole era so uh we love the clippers but but i didn't know that and, and, and if you're out there clippers and you're watching this um I'd, I'd love to uh work as the pa announcer i was about to give you a compliment <laughs> but you interrupted me oh shoot sorry i'm not gonna lie <laughs> the new guy i'm like mm, shoot does a better job well, than elliot say that I, on our podcast what if he watches i can say it i'm your wife oh okay oh you're just saying that I, you're saying he's great he's but great I'm just better but yes you are you are there's our son he just came <laughs> Oh, is that yeah, well, that's, that's our son. I'm so. sure I love you out of the camera. This is now. my other son. <laughs> Louie, don't tell Zion I missed you more. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, speaking gosh. of our son yeah. who's trying to... Come on in, son. Here he comes. This is real life, ladies and gentlemen. I think he was at a, at a business meeting. We're, we're live podcasting, so welcome to the show. You don't have to sit outside for the whole rest yeah, of the conversation. Yeah, we're not, that would be, out, be literally outrageous. Big Cleveland Browns fan, that guy. Nah, he just likes the shirt. <laughs> all right, man. Speaking, well, all the best. Love, love you. Um, speaking of our son. Yep. The transition for me when we first had him, he's our firstborn, mm-hmm. um, was a very difficult season of marriage for yeah. me. Like just adjusting to having... Sorry, when I think of inside of our family, obviously when your dad yeah, was it was hard for you. It wasn't hard for me just because of my ability to kind of adapt to mm. the surroundings, and and obviously that's just something that that comes pretty natural to me. So I don't want to get into the nuts and bolts of what makes me so good at transitionary seasons, but you know that's something you struggle with. But you, you <clears> next point, no, the truth <laughs> is you were not you were not used to sharing me. Oh, it's true. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we had this other human that sharing body parts of you. My God, my God. We're not going to get into the details. Well, yeah, let's not get into those details. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was a hard and a difficult season. It was actually it was. But have you? Found... He was a preemie too. Oh right, little buddy. All right, where were we? In case anyone's out there wondering whether or not this is in our home. It is. When and we, we had no idea complete, our kids were getting home we two hours early today. We forgot. They had early dismissal yeah. today. My bad. It's fun. Okay. Back to what we were saying. Anyway, I was saying that what has been amazing for me looking back is that every hard season of marriage on the other side was an amazing, fulfilling, incredible season of marriage. Yeah. Did you say that? That is true. That's an interesting dynamic about life is that oftentimes right after the hardest seasons mm-hmm. comes the most rewarding. That's probably worth listening to this episode for a bunch of people. Um, what if um, most times the most difficult season yield to the most rewarding? Um, that'd it's, be awesome. It's like that the, has happened a lot right? in our life. Yeah, it's, it's like the clean air Never after, thought of that. after a storm. Yeah. No, no, that's oh, kind of cheesy. Great, that's a great but, metaphor. But yeah. Right? Like after a storm, the air is so clean and everything is bright. Yeah, yeah. And- Especially in LA, you see such dramatic difference after rainfall or kind of a little windstorm. And then the next day is just like pristine blue sky. Yeah. 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 It's a good point. Yeah, that's it was. Point. That that has happened over and over for us. And 
I don't know. I think in a way I'm kind of hoping that that happens in this chapter of our life. I think we've gone through a very difficult season. I kind of feel like, to be honest, the most challenging season we've been through in our whole marriage is is uh, maybe it's just the one I remember the easiest and the most. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the one we're, we're in now and also feels a little bit like we're coming out of. Yeah. You know what's different for me about this season compared to when, the, when Zion was first born and why what? I almost say that is – Right now, we do have the beauty of our teenage kids, who I love so much, that yeah. even though it's been a challenging season, going to Elliot's basketball games or oh. when Grace will come just chat in the bathroom with me and like doing our makeup together or whatever, those moments of incredible beauty yeah. um, have overshadowed maybe the pain of this, for me, a little bit of this past season. Yep. Whereas when we first had Zion, it was like all we had was each other. So that difficult season just felt like everything was difficult, you know. That's so true. If that makes sense at all. Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, I think I thought these are encouraging thoughts. I don't think our podcast is supposed to be a therapy session, but it certainly feels <laughs> like that today for me. So <laughs> I feel pretty encouraged about what's ahead. Right. I, I agree with that. And, you know, one of the things I do... <laughs> The only thing I do online, let's be honest, on social media is Marriage Monday, mm. which on which is started after some really close friends of ours decided to get and a divorce. I still want you to write a book. Yes, yeah, oh, sorry, I interrupted. I know. I keep saying I'm going to get there. You and then- promised that we were going to do a marriage conference in Houston, Texas, and you said before we get to that marriage conference, which you you agreed to, I never yeah. even heard about until. Um, it's coming up real soon. And I was like, wait, we're going where? We're doing what? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. It's like, yeah, I booked it. Like, yeah, I booked it. By the way, I am not allowed to book speaking engagements. She is allowed to book whatever speaking engagements she wants me to do. And that's the truth. You know it's true. Hold on. No, 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 no. That's such... Are you being serious right now? Like you're allowed, like I allow you and disallow you. Like I love it. We get in a fight on a marriage podcast. Like I don't Whoa. allow you and disallow you to do things. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't mean to sound like you're my mom. Thanks. Um, who doesn't do that to me anymore either? <laughs> Tries. Mom, I love you. Um, <laughs> no, but like, moms. no, you definitely have been like, hey, by the way, you're, you're speaking here. And I was like, oh, I am. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But like, I don't take speaking engagement uh agreements anymore I mean, do you, without your approval well no do you really want to get into it you just don't want to come to the calendar meetings where we could ask the questions <laughs> and you are invited to every single one and you could also have weigh-in that's not nearly as sexy as just saying that you just make decisions for us and then i just show up i but know but it's, i love these it's, speaking engagements i want to say to everyone who's had us come speak thank you it's it's fun i love it and um just want to thank my wife for allowing me to do that Oh my gosh, so inaccurate. I'm going to let it go because we're talking about Because we're on camera. And you're making it sound like yeah. I'm in charge. But the point is, I'm you not. said you would write Marriage Monday by our yep. next speaking engagement, and you've not done that. But so as formerly to... noted, it has been a bit of a challenging mm-hmm. season, so maybe I haven't quite had the creative yeah. energy to put a book together. That's fair. And that's fair. Okay. Yeah? Yep. Okay. So. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. Good, good resolution. <laughs> So moving on, um, because the reason I started it when some of our really good friends were going through a divorce yeah. and just seeing how hard it was on both of them and not, you know, as, as you have to do in friendships, not taking sides one way or the other, but Oof. just seeing the agony of it, just thinking, what can we do 
in front in, in front of a divorce before before a divorce before that decision's made yeah mm-hmm. to aid to to aid in 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 healthy fun fulfilling even though it's difficult and people can your husband your your spouse can get into your heart all of that but just we do care about and really passionate about marriages being oh, healthy man. and fulfilled and, and yeah i just believe in um the commitment that humans can make to each other to exclusively give each other access and uh, their body to mm. just one other person is a, it's a, like no matter what you believe about your worldview or your concept of the divine or history or whatever, like you, you, you got to admit there is something that remains so deeply compelling when one human gives another human their whole self mm. and they risk it and they like, uh, oftentimes get family and friends to witness that public commitment and beginning of that arrangement, which I just think is, 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 is still, even if you're not steeped in like ancient scripture, I say steeped, but yeah. I mean, I've just given my life to study as of you, you're currently getting your master's in, in studying <laughs> scripture. By yes, the way. I am. I'm taking the very slow route of one class at a time. So I feel like people who know how long it should take yeah, to it's get like, their how master's, many years your master's, like, their master's in theology? Yeah, no. So um, I just little by little, which is probably how you. Well, it's more. amazing because I feel like I'm digesting everything yeah. I learned. So I'm actually really loving one class at a time. But yes, yeah. people who are steep in scripture, whether even if you aren't, the benefits of <sighs> of marriage for me. Here's my my two favorite benefits of marriage. Okay. First of all, is knowing and being known wholly and deeply mm. and loved. The mm. fact that you know my good, my bad, my ugly, my strengths, my weaknesses, you know, all the details about me. I don't think there's any secrets that I've kept from you intentionally. Um, mm. And you know all those that. things and you yeah. still love me and you still choose me. I, I know God feels that way about me and it's great, but I can't see God. I can't touch God. And um, sometimes it feels like God feels that way about everybody. So... Maybe it doesn't feel that special, but you only feel that way about me. And it yeah. just makes me feel really special and um, and just confident. And I want to well, get into my second benefit. Oh, but shoot. No, 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 okay, no, I'm so excited. No, say something. Um, No, I'll say it after you. Okay. One of my favorite parts about marriage. My second is imagining a life where I know I'm going to have a constant companion. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously other than death, which is a reality at some point in life, but other than death separating us, the fact that I can dream and envision my life knowing I have this constant companion that I get to Mm. live out all of the changing seasons of life with it. I get to live empty nest with, and I get to uh, live retirement with, and I get to, you know, when I, I'm probably going to bury my parents and I get to do that with you, all of the highs and lows and the beauty and the pain and all of those things in life, the fact that I get to do that with the person who knows me and loves me. And these are very selfish, yeah. <laughs> selfish benefits, but I love that. they're my, they're my favorite. It makes, makes me happy. Mm. I think of marriage and I'm going to say what I'm going to say, because I hope it makes this episode more compelling and intriguing. But I think what excites me is whatever is, is rare, is valuable. Mm. And um, I don't know if marriage itself is rare, but uh, a love affair within a marriage mm. seems very rare. We are very convoluted in our culture. We we love a good love story, but so much of the cultural norms in terms of the fads and the language in our songs and our entertainment and whatever is is actually kind of like 
I don't know if it's hugely productive to like a lifelong love story. It's it's kind of like, oh, it's sexy to like have a, somebody on the side or like, you know, don't don't get the ball in the chain and like all these kind of kind of connotations and, and cliches that we use around marriage. So I think when people see uh, humans who've committed themselves a long, long time and loved each other a long, long time, um, it matters to me when someone's like, we've been married 60 years. You're like, what, bro? That's like longer than I've been alive. That's how do you do it? You know, and you still see a little skip in their step mm. and a glimmer in their eye when they look at each other. And that's older couples. That's hold, rare. Older couples holding hands oh, gets me man, every time. Like fate. they're walking. Hold, like I yeah. want to be the weirdo and take a picture of strangers when I see an older couple I love holding it. hands. And what's rare is valuable. Mm. And I feel like it's the stage of life we're in. One of the reasons marriage is going to continue to be a conversation and a topic that we enjoy bringing up. It won't, it won't be the last episode we do on marriage. I can <laughs> right. tell you that much, especially if she writes a book. Um, but it's rare and it seems very valuable. This is one of the most valuable things I have left on the planet is you and what we have together. And nurturing is the right term. I think that's the title we put down for this episode, mm -hmm. but it is a it's it it is an, a journey of, of of nurturing and it's um it's really 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 rewarding but i find you to be very rare as a human and i find what we have to be to be very very rare and if i could say the second thing i love about marriage is that it you know first thing is it's rare it's valuable mm. but uh the sexiness of marriage i think mm. you and i just set out to be like yo i, I want to be sexy and i'm not going to apologize for that and, and i'm not going to capitulate to evangelical cultural norms of we have to be this that or the other like i want to go on trips with you i want you to wear bikinis i want to see cleavage on date night it's just what it is <laughs> and i'm not going to apologize for that and if that offends people you know, there's a bunch of other content creators out there that even kind of espouse their ideas. <laughs> if if it offends people, I say blame my mom. Like, yeah. The only sex talk my mom ever had with me. This is my favorite. <laughs> this is a true story. This, like she didn't tell me any like ins and outs. I was like, yeah, I read a book and talk to your pre-marriage counselor. I don't know about like. Well, to be fair, we got married so young. My God. It's true. Not a lot of time. Her, <laughs> my mom's sex talk with me was now, you need to make sure you have a sexy vacation wardrobe. That was that was my mom's sex talk. Thank me. you, mom. And, <laughs> Seriously, thank and this you. This is yeah, like in the late that. in the late nineties in a church that like very much oh, prized word. modesty. No and, one was giving that advice. Right? Yeah. So yes. modest is not the hottest. I just I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's you know crude or rude, but it's just not. Um, we want to stay sexy and fun, and so we do. And um, I thank you for that. And I I, I want I want. You know, people to look at us in some kind of way, and there's a lot of weaknesses and fallouts and shortcomings. But I want them to be like, "Yo, Jude and Chelsea can keep it fun and sexy." Like, you know, maybe maybe we could too. When you were talking about the rarity of marriage, I've mm. been surprised how many of our friends in our journey and people who get to live everyday life with us. And I, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing this is going to sound like such a self compliment because it is. But <laughs> but I dug Let's myself in, so I have to Let's say it. it. But how many people have said? Until getting to know you guys and see you guys and see how you interact, I didn't know this kind of marriage actually existed in real life and in the world we live in. And yeah. a lot of friends who've I mean, said some that of my, in, in Some of my best friends, and, yeah, have told me that and it has meant the absolute world to me. And it, it motivates me on a daily basis to prioritize you and, and, and nurture what, what we have and 
the older we get, the more rare it gets. So you're just yeah. like, whoa, let's let's stay in this. And and um, you know, that's a huge credit to to you. I am the emotionally unstable one. I am the no, one who you're the fun one in a in a ten hour day period. I can go from high highs to low lows, and so you've been able to. I guess get on my roller coaster and roll with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a ride, baby. Oh man, it has man, it. Has it. Um, as we're talking about this, the benefit of the marriage of benefits of marriage, the pastor part of me feels like have to give a disclaimer or at least give a shout out to people who aren't married or who have been divorced Please. or who would love to be married Please. and could feel like, yeah, thanks for thanks for rubbing this in my yeah, face. This I, episode, yeah, is right. I I, I wish yeah. I, w- I wish I had what you had. I want to be married. I mm. want to have that companion. I feel, you know, feeling lonely. Um, what would you say to people who were thinking that, listening to this conversation right now? Well, my superhero was single, so hmm. I I got I got I, I got to tell you, you know, the person I talk to the most, other than you, is 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 wonderful Jesus, Jewish Jesus, who who I love and speak to and imagine is his loving face and. And he was single, and so uh, my hero was single, and 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 I believe in in, in the power of singlehood. Um, I believe that that single people are complete people, not incomplete. And uh, you know, if we're honest, the tradition of Christianity um, is a little bit skewed, uh, and I don't mean the Bible; I mean tradition. Yeah, called Christian. Christian American evangelical Christian American culture. I like that. It's <laughs> right? kind of like you're not done until you're married, and 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 like all the parents, you know, raise their kids about like, get married, get married, get married, and, and who are we to talk? Because we got married when we were, you know, nine years old, but um, <laughs> twenty one, and 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 it is kind of a weird tradition that is not really necessarily biblically accurate at all. That like. You just got to raise your kids, get them married, and then you're done. But nothing could be further from the truth. It's just beginning. I really, so. I really love what your answer was, and that is that Jesus was single. And yeah. there's no way in his singlehood that he was less incomplete, incomplete, or unfulfilled, or yeah, any of those things. And that's a, that's a great, yeah. it's a great perspective for that. But some of it, my best friends in the whole wide world are single. Oh yeah, mine too. And yep. single people make awesome friends, by the way. Awesome friends. <laughs> And I, I need to submit right here on this episode, though, a big apology to some of my single friends because I think I had been the opposite of helpful at times when it comes to marriage. So I was like, bro, just stay single. You're good. Like, you don't have to deal You're with You're like, all. you can come like, golf this with is me. It's hard. Yeah. I was like, then we can just golf whenever we want. Like, please stay single. And so I just apologized <laughs> to my single friends. I so selfish. Probably uh, was pretty self serving there. You yeah. Know, to but say the least. I appreciate, I appreciate the honesty. Okay. I have a quiz for you. Oh, I like I like giving you quizzes. That's not true, but I like quizzes that you give me. Okay. You are the host of this podcast. (laughs) I love that you I love that you try to say that. So it puts all the work on me. I I refuse to take that title, by the way. I will happily do the prep, but we are the co-hosts together. Okay. Okay, so a study We are gonna have guests coming up soon. That's exciting. Other than our puppy, yeah. Oh yeah. Our puppy was a great guest. And our kids who interrupted and walked in. That was fun. Oh, that's right. Okay. A study was done. Mm. Two thousand. Bit of an oldish study, but it's good. Whoa. Still good science. An ancient study. An was ancient done. study. The year two thousand is like a different world, but <laughs> right. I hear you. Okay, they listed out the three most important elements for lasting and healthy marriages. They actually it was a study on divorce, interestingly, okay. um, and they were able to look at these per, these things and actually predict divorces, which is very fascinating. But through this, they discovered the three most important elements in a marriage. 
for yeah. cultivating a healthy marriage. Okay. Or at least marriages that don't end in divorce. Can you guess any of them? And how many are there again? Three. Three. I'm going to go with um, honesty. I'm going to go with compatibility. And I am going to go with shared interest. Hmm. Well, you're 0 for 3. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's a tough one. Was this a setup? Like, this is devastating. And no. none of those even come close. Well, okay, so one of them one of them is trust, which I think goes Hello? Al- which goes That's along like with honesty. That's like all three of my points. Which goes along with honesty. Compatibility, transparency. Like I didn't say transparency. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um you said compatibility. Like I'm I'm trying to give you a win here. Okay. Give me a win. Um you said compatibility, which could if be you stretch what? it out, be mutual respect. That's exactly what compatibility is. <laughs> Verbatim. If I was to to define compatibility, it would be like mutual, mutual respect, respect, deference, deference, things like that. And then the <laughs> the other one is communication. Oh, which is completely what I said when I said transparency. Yep. So pretty much you nailed it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you nailed these. But <laughs> those are interesting, though. I like do you them. agree with them? Say them again. Communication. Okay. Trust. Yep. Mutual respect. I actually do. Yeah. Yeah, why, That's, why Why? is that? Why, why is that more right than what your guesses were? <laughs> mutual respect means a lot to me. And I, I see that actually as a, um, a hopeful trend that I hope picks up steam in our culture and our world. Mm. Um, desperately, well frankly. And we talked about like healing marriages can heal the yeah. world. Oh That's got to be something that if it can start in marriages, that it can transform the world. How would you define mutual respect? Uh, a self-awareness that yields to a authentic listening, um, because of the dignity and the value you see in every respective human being. I don't know. Yeah. No. How would you? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I zoned out on that just for a second. Cause I started <laughs> because. Because I knew you were going to... I'm defining the thing that we think could help the world heal. And I just... And the response I get from my wife of 24 years on a podcast episode about nurturing marriages... <laughs> yo, my B, I, I zoned out. What was that again? Welcome to my life. Sorry, I... But to be fair, zoning out on someone who talks as much as I do, it's probably a, a survival tactic. I don't do it very often, actually. I just realized, shoot, he's going to ask me the same thing, and I don't think I have a great answer. Oh. So that's the reason. Oh, so you were like trying to just, mm-hmm. which yeah. is the one, the opposite of mutual right. respect. Which okay, by the way. it's like I mean, preparing to talk. Well, the opposite. As of, I talk, all you're doing is preparing to talk. That's the opposite. The of mutual opposite respect. of that's literally the problem on in social media. We're trying to say it at the same time. It's the opposite of good communication. <laughs> yeah, is well, in, yeah, instead of too. listening, trying to plan your thoughts of what you're going to say yeah. to the person who's trying to talk to you. Yeah, my bad. So, um, yeah. So mutual respect. Don't you think so much of it is the grace we give ourselves to give it to your partner? Mm. Like how mm. when when I mess up, it's like oh yeah, oh yeah, I I know I I didn't make the bed this morning because blah blah blah. But if I walk in and our rule is that whoever's the last person in bed makes yeah. the bed. And Don't, and yeah. if I, if I break it, I'm like oh yeah, but it was a crazy morning and I had to get. But if I come in, you didn't make the bed and you were supposed to make it. It's like, oh, I can't. Be- I don't give you this. 
it can be so hard to give the other person the yeah, same respect. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, but I would also disagree. You're assuming that people have self-respect, and I think a lot mm. of people don't have self-respect, and I think they're so hard on themselves, they actually treat others better than they treat themselves. They might think of themselves more than others, but they think more highly of others than they think of themselves because so much of our world and society and culture and constructs is, is performance-based. And I, I think one of the reasons I'm passionate about amplifying this idea of the love of God is because it, 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 if your base, if your foundation, if your cornerstone is God loves me, you can have self-respect. And when having self-respect, you're able to give others respect. So, I mean, that's kind of my little quick little psychoanalysis on what stems no. and what the root of. That's so true. And when I think respect. about our kids becoming marrying age, mm. I definitely somebody who has self-respect or to me, it's another way of saying identity, know who they yeah, are and like it. who they are. Exactly. And that would be really top on my list top. for what I would love to see in our kids. Future because if you're spouses. constantly working from a deficit uh, by giving someone else respect when you don't give it to yourself, just feels like a complete drain and deflation of you. Mm -hmm. So it's a, uh, it's a quite a conundrum, I think. Do you know what another study came out mm -hmm. about an important factor of marriage? I love this one, and you're going to love it too. Okay. Like what makes it what makes a healthy, fun marriage? Yeah. Shared experiences and activities that are positive. Common interest, I think, is what I said, didn't I? Did he say that? I said common. She doesn't even remember. <laughs> oh, Thank God we have producers here <laughs> helping us, so they can remember. I'm gonna like play back the like. What's those commercials where they do the play? Oh, the instant Geico replay. Or yeah, progressive. progressive Geico, I don't yeah. know. Instant How are all commercials insurances these days? Like, are they the Man. only people left with advertising I gotta get money? Into the insurance business. They must be because it's either like Liberty. Well, they have so much disposable income to do these ads. These right? Endless ads. They, yeah, we could go on a tangent, yeah, but could. it's because it's because sports is what we watch. There's literally Geico, Liberty, 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 yeah. Liberty, or, Liberty, Liberty. Are we gonna get charged for that? I don't know. Oops. Or, or progressive. So anyway, yeah, yeah okay. the instant replay. Sorry. Yeah. I said common interest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, this is a different study. You know, <laughs> this study, this study was from oh, 2004. So, you know, it's a <laughs> really into these ancient studies. Right. Really. Into um, but I like, I like that study because I think some developing trust and mutual respect mm. and communication mm. can seem a little overwhelming yeah. at times. Like how, how do we, where do we even get started on that? How do we cultivate that and develop that? That's a great way to start. Whereas cultivating common interests shared and shared and shared memories and experiences, yep. easy. So, right? so like, true. Go for a drive, try something new, yep. take, take a lesson. I think about our trip that we did this past summer and how bonding it was just literally just driving together. Mm. And, and our what do you think is our made. most compelling common interest you and me mm. i'm being serious i actually trying to think about that myself genuinely it's probably watching sports whoa i know i've totally been to I'm your so desires yeah. i really raised you in a lot of ways kind of shaped you yeah just a little yeah. bit yeah that's so weird you can't say that <laughs> i'm kind of like your daddy like judah we're not doing this on the <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast <laughs> If you're my daddy, then you don't get to sleep with me. That's how this marriage works. Because I don't um, sleep with my daddy. So, so. <laughs> where are you going to go with that? All right. You made this gross. But well, um, let me... I think another thing that we like is trying new things. Is that a common interest? Like trying mm. new things. Trying new restaurants. 
trying yeah. new drives, trying new walks, trying it, I, I adventure. Like You're really good at that. Well, and I, it's funny, like you if it was watching me. sports, that's something that you push me in. And if it's, I would say adventure and travel. Adventure, yeah. Adventure and travel. And that's probably something that I, that I push you in, in a way that we've yeah. adapted to each other that way. Yeah. It's fun. Well, you grew up with more money than me. So clearly uh, travel is an interesting concept. But if you grew up like me, travel was something we did so that my dad could preach somewhere. In your family, travel is what you did for vacation and enjoyment. And um, I just want to say thank you for that. Yes. What Another thing to think. I mean, my parents are getting a lot the of... Smith family. Come on. You know, mom, you know it's true. Our vacations were actually ministry trips that we called vacation. Because <laughs> that's how we got to travel. For your mom drug you to a mall and a museum. Yeah, that's true. Okay. On the thought of okay. marriage, yeah. we are going to the voice memo vault. Ooh. Voice fun. memo vault. Okay. If you have questions... Send, send, in a, in send in a voice memo, DM them. What do we have a number that people to send it to? Oh my God, what is this, 2002? We have DMs on Instagram. Oh, right. Oh my <laughs> do you God. Wanna, should we get a hotline while we're at it? I don't know. <laughs> I need more. This is cold brew, by the way. Are we going to say this? And go to our website at www. Yeah, that's, that's when you had a phone number. Dot in good faith. Actually, <laughs> that might be, do we have an in good faith website? Here we um, go. Voice vault. Voice memo vault. We do not know what these questions are going to be until that is a fact. Until they not. get sent to us, which was fine. Okay. I mean, obviously our, our our fun team that we get to work with finds ones that go with the topic. So yeah. hopefully, there's something around the idea of nurturing marriages. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. True to Chelsea. Um, okay, my wife and I have been married for eight years now, and honestly. She and I couldn't be more opposite from one another. We have different personalities, different styles, the, 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 the whole thing. I'm obsessed with her. Over the last eight years, we've had a lot of things that we've enjoyed doing together, activities and hobbies, et cetera. And I, I feel like as we've grown, you know, eight years in now, I think our hobbies have changed and shifted. We, we want to find something we're doing together that we can enjoy doing together. Have you guys ever navigated something like that? How have you guys navigated finding similar hobbies, activities, et cetera, to enjoy together? First of all, I'd say well-produced producers to get such a spot-on question for what we were talking about. Well, well done. Yeah, wow. And I mean, you and I know nothing about being opposite in personality or interests or any of that. No, those. we're so, pretty so aligned. That's kind of an irrelevant question. Um, I don't really think we could relate. How about sending good questions? How about that? I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, well, I would say that um, you got to determine who's in charge mm-hmm. and I'm in charge. And so I determine where we go and what we do. Your answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I, can I just say... Yeah, be, it can be fun to explore. Yeah, be willing to experiment. Yeah. Eight years. Okay, so when we, were, when we had been married for eight years, it was right around the time we were having Elliot. 2007. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that was such a unique season for us as far as like, I don't know. I feel like the kids kind of became a hobby. Yeah. But we were really good at date nights. Religious. Actually, more religious than when we are now. Probably because any like time away from a a newborn and a two-year-old, we were like, that was like. Well, we were on the clock, so to speak. You know, people were getting paid back at the house. So we were like, let's go. This is an expensive outing, but we're going to make the most of it. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not sure if this couple has, has kids, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. In a way, the question answers itself, you know, it's like, have you, have you had that season? What do you do? It's like, man, you just, you kind of explore and, and you, you try new stuff. And if, 
I think I'll say I'll answer it by saying this. I think a mistake that I have made and still make in our marriage is hobbies and things I like to do. And I try to coerce you to be into them, too. And that doesn't seem to feel like a common experiment. It seems like you're trying to sell me. It's like I'm trying to sell you a used car on a car lot. And you're like, okay, I get it. I just don't know if I like that. You're like, no, you should, you should, you should. I, I would kind no? of disagree with you. Um, like I was not interested in golf at all before <laughs> we got married. And I'm still not interested in playing it. But watching golf, I really have enjoy. come to enjoy. And I don't yeah. think I would have been able to. Thank enjoy, you, Bubba Watson. Right. Thank I don't think Bubba I Angie. would have been able to enjoy it so much if you, yeah. if you hadn't encouraged me and had the patience to teach me. Golf has its own language that makes no sense if you're not a golfer, which by the way, so many sexual innuendos in the language of golf if you're not a golfer. What is, what are we talking about? Oh, the worst thing we've ever done at a wedding. The worst thing we've ever said. Oh my word, we're doing that right now? I don't see why not. Seems like a pretty good time. You want me to tell that story? Please tell that story because it'll prove my point about how awkward the language of golf is if you don't understand the language of golf. So we were doing a wedding <laughs> at the university district in Seattle, Washington, where we used to have a campus and we spent a lot of time at UW, yeah, the Huskies. Oh, so fun. And um, we were actually marrying a couple of Huskies, I believe. I think, yeah. They, they were, were. They were both went to UW. And we love this couple, still do. We were doing the, we were doing the wedding together. That's which right. We used that's to do, right. which was fun. We were, so we, you and I were right. on stage together. Like I did the women's so vows. So you, and you addressed the, the groom, and I addressed the bride. Yes. That was our creative, innovative take like, on how to do this exhortation. wedding. Yeah. And uh, don't do a lot of weddings much anymore. But these were the days we did a, quite a few yeah, weddings. There pastors. was a stretch. Yeah, we did so a wedding every weekend. It seemed like so. Chelsea addressed the groom, and then my turn came to address the bride. And Chelsea, I think, was sharing like what is what is uh, something that every wife wants every or wife something. dreams of every yeah. wife. And so I took that and was like, man, I am going to tell the bride on her wedding day what every man's fantasy is. And this guy was a big golfer, and so I thought, oh my god, this is. Uh, I thought, oh, oh my goodness, I say, oh my god, I don't mean to offend. I when I say God, it's because I love him so much. But I was like, oh my goodness, and and I um. I said to her, let me tell you. And at this point, I'm like, I'm kind of feeling it. I'm like, we are nailing this. Oh, also context. He was a he was a frat boy. So all of his member. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, all, you know how yeah. that, that in, in chapels or whatever, like you'll have like the one, the bride side and the groom side. So yeah. the groom side, I'm talking to the bride, and the groom side's like right behind her in the auditorium. Yeah. And I am like talking to her, and I can tell the groom side is like. Yeah, this is, this is great. This, this is, is what cool. everyone. And a every lot of them have never been in church before. So we're like, this is amazing. We're connecting. And so I'm like, let me tell you what every man's fantasy is. Everyone's like, woo. You know, and I'm like, that is that his wife joins his foursome. And when I said that, the whole group behind the bride that I could see, she couldn't see, was like, yeah. Like, like started cheering. So now I'm like, it's unbelievable how much I get the people. Like they, yeah, I just you have you had no with idea the people, and it's true. How it was and, and Zach was like, I think his name was Zach, but he yeah. was like, yes, like my wife to, to to golf with me, and I think nothing of it. I'm like, dude, everybody gets that. What a wonderful thing to say that I just said. I'm nailing the ceremony. This is amazing. 
Fast forward, we're signing the marriage license, which we oftentimes would do right after the ceremony, photos, and then we go to the reception. So I'm signing the marriage license, and the bride says to me, Pastor, really? (laughs) And I thought, that's interesting. I go, what? And she's like, join is foursome? And I was like, what? What? Oh! Oh no, no, that's not what she's like. Yeah, you you think everyone's thinking golf. No one was thinking golf. And I was like, uh oh. So, um, but I gotta tell you, connected with my audience that day. It really, you, really did. You sure how did. How did we get off on this story? And um, is, are we gonna get in trouble for telling that story? Uh, about how patient you were to teach me the lingo of golf. Oh yeah. Well, right. Um yeah, I, I think it just <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, because it does not make sense. The language of golf does not make sense to a non-golfer. Birdie, eagle, foursome, balls, hosel rocket. I mean, I could go. <laughs> like, Whoa. That was like a really <laughs> deep <laughs> golf term that I've never thought of it that way. You uh. say it all. Anyway, let's listen to it. You know what? Let's just plot it otherwise. Because <laughs> you really do. Okay. I, you know what? I'm playing the voice memo. Forget it. Hey, guys. Thanks in advance for taking time to listen and answer my question. Um, so my beautiful <laughs> husband and I have been married for about seven years now, and I'm a new mom to a wonderful, incredible, amazing baby girl. And my husband and I have noticed that recently we're just having such a tough time connecting with each other. We're not getting along as much as we used to. (laughs) And we just really so desperately want to get back to that place. And so wondering what your thoughts are on the best way for us to reconnect. Um, We know this is a new normal and a new, new way of doing life for us. And so just looking for some wisdom on how to get back to that that special place that we had when it was just the two of us. Thank you so much. Mm, just the two of us. We you can. and I. I love that question. Obviously, mm. we, we've talked earlier, I guess, about the rough season for us when we first had Zai. Yeah. And yes, I can relate a lot to that question. Isn't it amazing that every chapter of the human existence and journey and life, it, it seems like it's going to be forever. It just seems so permanent. Mm. It seems so stuck. It seems so like, oh my God, we'll never be what we once were or who we want to be. And we're just, this is it. And and in reality, and maybe this is how midlife people talk like us, uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, it'll, that'll be over before you know it. And, and I think people think in terms of kids are forever. Oh, they're your kids forever. But your proximity to your kids, it is very brief. Yeah, I think in general over this episode that we've been talking, I really hope that people do get a hope for a season to oh, realize yeah. that a season That's is a cool. season. And That's really cool. no matter what the season is, it will it will come to an end. It yeah. will change. That's, yeah. that's our only guarantee about, about a season. Now, some things are permanent changes, and that's very different than a season, such as, you know, a new baby is a season. Um, I, I don't ever want to pick on somebody's question so this might sound horrible okay or this might be very unpastoral of me but on the amazing the amazing person who sent this in i i completely understand what you're saying and you can say we just we want to go back we want to go back to that connection that we had with the baby before we had a baby and i would probably just love to give some perspective that you're actually never going to go back never and i don't necessarily believe in a life of looking backwards Mm. and um and I think just ha- making that mind mind shift, shift. Um, just to go, okay, we're not actually going to go back to that season that we had was fun before we had kids, but that's actually closed. 
Instead, I would maybe think, what are some things in that season that we would love to bring through to the next? What are some things that maybe it was a date night, maybe it was meaningful conversations, maybe it was your sex life that was more creative and spontaneous. What were the things about specifically so about that season that you're missing? And then think, okay, how can we bring that into our season that we have now with this baby? Because it's actually never going to be the same. I really like that. Is that hope? Does that mean or hopeless? No, I I, I don't know. I'm not sure why you put that caveat before. It, I, I think oh, that's, just because I'm like, yeah, you were saying you want to go back. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it just is. Yeah, actually. So, um, no, I, I I love that man. If I, you know, be so practical, yeah, I guess I would say to that amazing person um, that, hey, listen, uh, what if you sat down and listed out the things that you miss, mm. listed out the things that you feel like have been. Um, evaporated or taken away and then like okay of the 17 things we miss and it might be a lot mm -hmm. you know what are what are one two or three of them that you can recover and 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 go after together and say hey we're gonna you know we're gonna bring life back into our sex life and we're gonna have fun and we're gonna do it in fun places and here's how we're gonna do it and yeah i think that's that's a really cool takeaway i like that a lot yeah and if i could add one practical thing to that okay that is uh, as a mom especially you are a wife before you're a mom. Yeah. And my perspective, you can push back, you can disagree, but your priority is to be a wife before it is to be a mom. Mm. And to always have that in mind, because as you mentioned, kids are not going to be at home forever. And when they leave, you're still going to be a wife. And you're still a mom too, but not in the same hands-on, yeah. hands-on way. Um, so start practicing that now. If it means get, getting a babysitter, or, you know, swapping maybe with another family. I know babysitters are so expensive these yeah. days, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Um, your child can survive without you and not having a mindset that you're the, you're the, you're a mom, not a savior mm. and being okay to leave your babies to invest in your marriage, I think is such a priority perspective to have. Was that too, was no, that too pushy? So good. So good. Can I ask a question that I'm just curious about? Mm, as sure. We're, I know we're coming to a close yeah. soon. Uh, one word answers, though. Okay. You're so much better at one word answers Biggest, than I am. Um, marriage is only ever now. Life is only ever now. But let's talk about yep. yesterday and let's talk about tomorrow. Okay. Um, biggest regret about yesterday in our marriage or yesteryears. One word. Mm, worrying. Wow. That's really good. Can I expand that? Expound on it? Well, that breaks the game. Okay, sure. never mind. Keep keep going. No, no, no. no. Expand on it. Ugh, all the things I worried about, whether they came to pass or whether they didn't, some things you worry about do, but all of the wasted energy around worrying, whether it was over finances, over our kids, over a fight mm. that we were in, it just feels like the biggest waste of emotional energy that I could have spent other places. Wow. It's really good. The thing that, one word, the thing that most excites you about the future of our marriage? Mm. Adventure. Wow. And I know we talked about that, so maybe it was fresh, uh, fresh on our mind. But yeah. I mean, life with you in and of itself is such an adventure. But, but the adventure of the life that we get to continue living together and actually the, the unknowns and the unseens and the changes, um, I'd excited about. Mm, so good. Um, and I, I love those questions, even as we were thinking about 
you know, just what I said earlier about seasons, that seasons will change and seasons will come and seasons will go. I would love to conclude this episode by praying for people who are in the middle of a season that feels like it's not going to end. Did you want to ask me the same question I just asked you or do you not want to do that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I'll ask you that question and then I'll pray. I'm kidding. One word answer. No. That's what's wrong with marriage. It's like we ask questions and it's like, Okay, when are you gonna ask me? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you wanted to answer the question, you could have just said, "I'm gonna ask myself a question." <laughs> I actually did not have answers, but while you were talking, I too prepared my answer. Oh, okay. But I was also listening to you at the same time. I believe that it's called multitasking. It's what makes marriage sore. Science has proven our brains actually cannot multitask. Yeah, that's actually true. Okay, so yeah. biggest regret: fixing, mm. trying to fix you. Um. As if I could. Well said. And, Excitement uh, about the future. One word. Um, sexual. Like to go. That's <laughs> sexual uh, adventure. Um, yeah, sexual adventure. Uh, the unknown. Together. It's two words. But mm. that, that's exciting to me. The things that we both don't know about, but we're both going to be together to be about. It's fun to think about, okay, we're going to have an unknown, but we will have a known with that unknown. Mm-hmm. And that is each other. Yeah. That's a cool that, feeling. That's exciting to me. Very exciting. Love that. Thanks for love wanting that. to have a future with me. Yep. Still. I love you so much. Even though I apparently don't allow you to take speaking engagements. <laughs> Yeah, I'm super sorry to everyone out there who's invited me to speak. Thank you. Um, <laughs> talk to her. Okay. You know what I mean? What Let, I let's say? pray. Do you want to oh, pray? Oh, oh, oh yeah, pray? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's pray. Our son is coming down the stairs now, so he can listen to us as we pray. I'm going to pray. Okay, please do. Okay, uh, Jesus, we thank you so much that... You know everything, and you said that you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and you know the end from the beginning. And Father, I pray for everybody listening who feels like they are stuck in a season. It feels like an endless season, an endless winter, an endless summer, a season that will not end or will not change, who can't see uh, what could possibly bring, bring about a change to this season. Jesus, I pray right now you would give hope. I pray that you would give patience. I ask that you would give perspective and that you would give every person peace, a deep peace in the middle of the season that they find themselves in, that you are with them and that the season will not last forever. And there is beauty on the other side of this season. Not that it doesn't take away the pain of where people find themselves right now, but Lord, I pray that your perspective would give hope and it would give peace. Pray for every person listening right now who needs strength or nourishment or hope in their marriage. And Lord, I ask that that would come from you. Pray that you would drop supernatural faith, hope, scripture into individuals so that they could have hope for the marriage that you want them to have. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, all right, all right. You did it. You did it. It's the kids, buddy. Oh, yeah, you guys had early... uh... Yeah, hey, we are live on camera here. The whole family's coming to town. Family's coming to town. I love you. I love... I like... You want to go with Gray Ray? You want to go with her? These kids will do anything to like... Gray Ray, you want to take him?